Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Imagine a year where we redid Alien. But instead of those stupid, cool aliens, we used demon zombie people. Rawr! What year is that? Rawr! The year is 2001. One, 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 one. And welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. Oh, 2001. We review movies from it in the order they came out. Oh, I love this year so much. My name's Sandro Zach. Oh, this year's been so good. I haven't loved a movie in 10 episodes. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week, you, you picked John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. I think Sandro's broken. Ah. <laughs> I, I think I think 2001 is finally the year where Sandro just is like, nope, I no longer love movies anymore. <laughs> I just hate movies now. After this, man, I don't know. <laughs> is it even worth making art anymore? I don't think so. Oh, oh my God, savage. Yeah, John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Yep, that about sums it up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What? Why? Why? What did you? Is this okay? To start off the conversation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the number one question is: Is this so bad it's good, or is this just very boring? Um, to that statement, I'll say I apologize. <laughs> I did not think this would be that bad, but. It's just not quite bad enough that it's good at places, but sometimes it is. It is very close. It's like teetering on the line. But that's that's the problem with this movie, I think, is it's, it's teetering on that line of so bad it's good. Yeah. It's not quite on it, which is a shame because it has like some really stupid things. I liked the final half of this mm. in a so bad it's good way. Oh yeah, yeah, it was so bad it's good. Just like the the ending of the movie is so bad it's good. Yeah, where they're like, let's go do some badass shit or something, and that's like it's what we're good at. It's like what? What the fuck is that line? Yeah, it's, it's so um, it's a it's an odd movie. It also doesn't explain anything like. The story here is the start of a TV show. Yeah. This is the first episode yeah, yeah, yeah. of a TV show. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't explain anything while also spending half the movie explaining things. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It also looks like an 80s movie. Yes. It looks like they had one set and they used it. Uh, it, it has a pretty... The best part of this movie is the soundtrack, I reckon. I loved it. Yeah, I agree. The start of the movie has some thick synth, and I was on board. Is there anything else positive that I can say about this movie? Uh, the action's 
terrible but funny. <laughs> I mean, John Carpenter's never been good at action, so no, it's it's uh, very <laughs> like mindless action. I feel yeah, where you just have people beating up other people and shooting. Um, I thought the whenever the demons threw stuff, that was very funny. That was they just like <laughs> tossed junk at people and then occasionally like razor blades would cut people's heads off. It was very <laughs> stupid. That was good. That was good. Uh, the the demon things looked good. They looked cool. Um, did they? <laughs> they they look look. I like the makeup on the people. It's just like a sort of a concept. I don't want to say fail, but like the whole idea is less intimidating because they're just they're just people. Yes, you know what I mean. They're not even like enhanced people. They're just crazy people. They're like z- they're zombies. They're essentially just zombies because they can infect people as well. Except that doesn't even okay. So we'll just spoil it. Like so, so the movie is about the spirit of Mars possesses humans and turns them evil. And every time you mm. kill one of these possessed people, the spirit gets free and can inf- and can infect anyone else. Mm. Except they kill fifty something in this, and only like two people get infected by killing them. Yeah. Don't set up the fact yeah, yeah. that these spirits can infect people after you kill their like their first host and then don't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a cool concept. It's a really cool concept that they just failed to capitalize on. Yeah. Which is really sad because because what should have been what should have been is like they discover, oh, if we kill them, we get possessed and we become them. So what does that mean? It means we can't kill them. You can't kill them. You just got to run away or something. Or at least you, if you have to kill them, you got to like trap them. So you have to come up with creative ways to get around them other than just, I don't know, mindlessly charging out and shooting everything. That's what they do in this movie though. But that's what they do in the movie. And then you're like, oh, are they going to get possessed now? Are they going to find some secret way to get non-possessed? Or so- no. No, movie's no. just like, nope, they just don't get possessed. It's fine. Don't think about it. They got plot armor, because they they're popular actors. That's true. They're not even that popular, though. Um, or popular rappers, maybe. Hey! <laughs> That's right. Statham is my favorite rap artist. Yeah. I love Jason Statham's rap music. I liked, I liked it as rap where his character is just sexually harassed. That's all that Jason Statham is in this movie. You're right. I know. I was... What? What? He has literally nothing else. He gambles at the start. And then for the rest of the movie, he's like either action hero or sexual harassment. Yeah. That's it. That's pretty much what he does. Uh, Ice Cube is I can't act, man. That's him. (laughs) Even though he can't act, I guess he just wasn't trying. And... um, Yeah. I I liked Ice Cube. I thought he was... I, it's probably because of my fan of Ice Cube just being in movies. I love seeing him. But, like, yeah, he was... It was very stupid. I feel like I, I uh, Ice Cube is the so bad it's good 
personified yes. in an actor. Yes. Because, like, I feel like I'm enjoying every second he's on screen, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. You're right there. That's what I felt from him. Um, we were actually meant to have a guest on this episode. Good old Scorn uh, from Scorn Gaming was meant to come on by, but we couldn't get our schedules to work. He would have, well, not loved this, but it's definitely mm. up his alley, I reckon. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely got um, a lot more brutal, bloody dismemberment than I would have thought. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... it's it- it it like it flips flops between being unbelievably brutal and super tame. Yeah. Also, what is this movie? It's not scary enough to be a horror. No. There isn't enough action to be an action movie. Well, I think it's supposed to be like Alien. Right. It's supposed to be sort of a, like a sci-fi horror. The problem is it's just not scary. No. Because it doesn't follow its rules. That's very important in horror movies is the rules. Yes. And how they affect things specifically because then it becomes real and then it becomes scary. If you've got like your sci-fi alien whatever and it follows specific rules and then it breaks the rules... Well, then you don't know what it's going to do. It, it becomes less scary because it's like, oh, it just does whatever. It's it's not scary. It's like halfway through, I don't know, one of the alien sequels, one of the characters gets a face hugger on them and then the face hugger's off and they don't have an alien baby. That's basically the equivalent of this. That never happens in the alien movies, which is why they're good. Oh, right. All right. I thought I was like, <laughs> when does that happen in the alien movie? No, it doesn't it happen. It doesn't happen. Because it follows rules. That would be stupid. And if it breaks the rules, it doesn't it loses its realness. Mm. And that's what makes horror things scary is their realness. Unfortunately, it's very hard to think this is real because it's on mars but in actuality it was filmed in a mine somewhere (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean it's very hard to get invested in the world when the world doesn't respect its own rules yeah exactly no good point um but speaking of respecting rules we've got to respect the the rules of this podcast that we Ooh. put on ourselves uh 190 episodes i want to get invested you do want to get invested in, in your own show that <laughs> yeah. would be a, probably a good thing yeah that's what i said i'm glad we, we agree other movies that came out this week in 2001 that you could have picked uh instead of ghosts of mars were bubble boy Ooh. which is a man he's born without an immune system and so he lives inside a bubble. I think I've seen that. Or at least part of it on television. Mm. You also had The Curse of the Jade Scorpion, which is a uh, Woody Allen movie, but it's a heist film about hypnotizing people. Uh, You've got Happy Accidents, a rom-com between a regular woman and a guy who claims he's from the year 2470. That that one sounded potentially interesting. (laughs) Really? But like... If he was from that year, then it would be more interesting, but I suspect he's just kind of crazy. Yeah. And it's just a regular rom-com, and, and uh, rom-coms, all of them collectively suck. All of them are bad. Uh, well, not all of them. You're wrong. But nope, also... all of them. Giant <laughs> uh, Silent Bob Strike Back. Two friends realise a movie is being made about them, but they aren't getting paid for it. So they go off mm. to sabotage the movie. That one could be fun, but completely inaccessible if you haven't seen the Kevin Smith film before, so you didn't pick it. Yeah, yeah. Although I would like to perhaps dive into that rabbit hole at some point. They're fun. They're fun movies. Yeah, we, we could, could do We could chuck it as an option for the Patreon. The Super Series Patreon. All of Kevin Smith's movies. <laughs> yes. <just laughs> All right. 
That will make us become film bros, though. That's the problem. Well, that's why we do it on Patreon. Nah. So, so it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't count. Exactly. It's like our main show is separated from that somewhat. Yeah. And it, and it means that most common listeners will never hear us go full film bro. Anyway, you also had Summer Catch, which is a rom-com about a guy who falls in love, but her dad doesn't approve. Those were your other options. and You didn't pick them. I instead picked this. And you know what? I'm glad. You're glad. That we get to talk about this. You're glad that... Okay. Wh- why? Um, because someone has to, Sandro. Someone, someone has, has to. to protect the people. Let them know. To probably not watch this movie. Alright, well then, let's get into the movie. So it was released August 24th. It is written, directed, and scored by John Carpenter. What year? 2001. <laughs> That's what it's Yeah, I didn't know. Well, well, well it's a, the whole the whole year's two. Th- oh my goodness! Anyway, John Carpenter, he did everything. Let's name some of his popular movies and see if you've heard of them. All right, is this like a quiz? Halloween. Ah, uh, nope, never heard of that one. You've seen it. The Thing. <laughs> nope, never heard of that one either. You you always reference it. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, actually, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, you should. It's a good one. There you go. They Live. They Live. I don't know if you've seen They Live. It's the guy who's got, like, the glasses, and when he puts them on, he realizes that the whole world is, like, a marketing thing, and everyone's aliens, and it's some big <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> that that sounds interesting. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, there you go. It's a great film, actually. John Carpenter's really good. Uh, but yeah, in 2001, yeah. it was a bit rough for him. He'd done Escape from LA and Vampires mm. before this, which are both considered to be his worst movies, alongside Ghosts of Mars. Oof. That's so weird, thinking about it. The, the same director that did The Thing, mm. which is like the quintessential sci-fi horror. Yeah, it's up there. Did this movie... How did this... Fuck up. He also wrote this, which, and I've got like his thoughts on how and like why people didn't like this movie. We'll get to that later, but. Oh, okay. I don't know. He either kind of lost touch or he got lazy or this was just a paycheck. Mm. And I don't know which one it is. <laughs> it could be, now hear me out, all of them. Whoa. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, after this movie was poorly received, he took a nine year break from making films, came back in 2010 to make The Ward, which people didn't like. And so since then, he's just been doing music. Uh, he still works on like the Halloween movies. He does the music for those with his son, I think. Right, so yeah. he's still doing well, stuff. Well, they they're iconic in their music. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, speaking of the soundtrack, that's something that people like about this movie. A uh, big collection of popular metal people involved with this. I, I couldn't tell, because all the demons look like heavy metal members. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. Anthrax were involved. A guy called Buckethead was involved. He's a mm. guy who's got a bucket on his head. Uh, Robin Fink from Guns N' Roses and Nine Inch Nails was, like, doing stuff on this movie in terms of the soundtrack. It's great. But Carpenter, Ooh. like, wrote all of it, I think. So, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, for the cast, it's small. It do be small. But what it what it makes up for in its smallness is nothing. It's just small. What was that line where she's like, yeah, and three inches is eight inches. You're a man. All you could do is lie. <laughs> oh, you men love to exaggerate. Who says that line? Why, it's Lieutenant Melanie, who is played by Natasha Henstridge. She's from the Species movies. And that's kind of it. Mm. Has, hasn't really done. She's on like Canadian TV. 
I, she's fine, and she's fine in this. Uh, is, she's as straight as they come. <sighs> That's another quote from the from the movie. Yeah, from the movie. Um, because they start the movie off by getting hit on by uh, her commander. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, at the very start. That's that's the quote. Because the the commander the commander is like giving her shit for drugging herself, right? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, the commander's like, hey, did, are you fucking high? I want you, you know, straight and ready to go on this mission. And then they have like a weird flirty tension for a bit. And the commander's like, that's such a shame. After she says, you know, I'm as straight as they come. Because uh... it's important because later on, another character that we're about to get to says maybe maybe she just has good taste in women. Because his character arc is just hitting on the main character. And that is Jason Statham, who is Sergeant Jericho Butler. He's a very early role for him. He'd only done the crime comedy movie Snatch before this. Um, He was originally meant to play Ice Cube's character, but they were like, we need someone who's popular. So he got reduced to the role of Jericho Butler. Not not many of us breeders around. (laughs) Oh, he's gross. Yeah. He's gross in this movie. It's really bad. It's really bad. It makes sense he's not popular yet. Like, he hasn't got the big roles yet. Because his, his role in this movie is awful. When he's not doing his job, his entire character is just hitting on the main character really creepily. Yes. And there isn't... Like, it's not funny either. No, no. And it's super cringy because, yeah. like, the, the, the main character doesn't... They don't have any chemistry. <laughs> no. And she is, like, really straight-laced, like, no... Mm. Which just makes his hitting creepy. It's not like a flirty no. No, it's just like a shut up and do your job, and then he just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, she's super straight-laced. So there's zero chemistry. It's all like he's trying to hit her. But in the end, they end up kissing. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't do this. It was so bad. Terrible. I kind of like, uh, I just, I, I hate him. But also, there's maybe one or two moments when he's not being an action hero and he's not aggressively hitting on Melanie. Uh, where he's good, like when he's playing cards. That was pretty cool. I was like, good that on- That is at the start of the movie. Can you name another scene? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he's, um... Oh. When he's... Uh... Yeah, when he, when he when he's coming out to, like, let her in, maybe? Except that's an action hero thing. Oh, when he meets Ice Cube's friends, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Ice Cube's in this. He plays Desolation Williams. Yeah. Who is blamed for lots of murders that he didn't do. So he was in Three Kings. He's in Anaconda and, of course, Boys in the Hood before this. Uh, but, you know, everyone knew him as a rapper and songwriter and not an actor. But he, he, he insists. Ice Cube insists so strongly that he's an actor. Other rappers like Snoop Dogg, they've stopped it. Dr. Dre, not in movies anymore. Ice Cube still wants you to think he's an actor. What do you mean? He is my favourite child film actor star of Are We There Yet? One of my favourite childhood films. You're going to go on record and say that's one of your favourite movies? I haven't seen it in a long time, so I have no idea if it's any good. But I remember enjoying it as a kid. 
Because it's like Ice Cube is big tough man, but he's got to try and connect with his son. Oh, right. It was the era of like kindergarten cop and yeah, when Vin yeah. Diesel it was had to look after kids. Kindergarten cop, but nowhere near as good. Yeah. So, yeah. Kindergarten cop isn't that good, though. Like, it's not. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't hold I up. I stand by what I said. <laughs> Uh, also in this movie, Pam Greer, Clea Duvall, uh, it's pretty much everyone. It's a, it's a small cast outside of the main three. Um, but the reception, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, 24% audience score. Uh, I, uh, well, everyone <laughs> seems to agree, not that great. Not good. Uh, the cinema score, the people leaving the cinemas seeing this for the first time, C minus, which might be the most negative cinema score we've had. Oof. I don't think we've hit the D's on cinema score, so I reckon that's the lowest no. that we will see. Yeah. Um, but this does have a bit, bit of a cult following with, with people saying it's so bad, it's good. Now, John Carpenter addressed the criticisms. Um, he was like, sure, the sets might not be very good. The effects might be cheap. The story might be non-existent. And the action might be dumb, but it's all on purpose, you see? This was to be cheesy and over the top, and the audience didn't get the joke. Ah. If that's the case, why is the first 45 minutes boring? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it not even more cheesy? Yeah. Mm. Like, if this is cheesy, I've seen Escape from New York, John Carpenter. That's you being cheesy and it's good. Yeah. This is like... This is not that. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the problem. It doesn't lean hard enough. It should have been, like, really leaned hard into the cheesiness. But it plays it too straight-laced a lot of the time. It's like, it's trying to take itself seriously. It feels super serious. Yeah. But it, 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 it it's clearly not. I think that's the idea. I think that's the idea is he was trying to make a cheesy movie. But, like, he... he, he he failed because he liked his concept so much that he didn't want to be <laughs> bad to the concept, but also he was making a cheesy movie, so he's bad to the concept. It, yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, maybe. And like Ice Cube can be cheesy as well, so like y- yeah. y- you've got the cast that can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ice Cube, <laughs> like damn girl, I like you already. Pow. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great cheesy moment. There's some good cheesy moments. Also, also, I hate to say it, but Jason Statham in this just make this like the Meg, Ghosts of Mars, but it's like the Meg. How would that work? Explain, elaborate. Because the Meg was very funny. Oh yeah, the, uh, I no, I agree wholeheartedly. I love the Meg. The Meg's uh, Meg's up there. You know, I that was the best watch of a stupid monster quotation marks film I've ever watched. And um, that was worth every goddamn penny. Um, But like, how would you make this film more Meg? Just, just, oh, I don't want to say add jokes because I think you don't need jokes to make this better. You need Mm. more winks to the camera, maybe more like Mm. obvious. This is more gags, Mm. not necessarily more. Yeah, more gags, I guess. No small puppies being eaten by giant (laughs) sharks, but something along those lines. Uh, No, you could totally have one of the demons at like a dinner table with a knife and fork and there's just a puppy on the plate. (laughs) That would go full, like, Evil Dead or just, like, yeah, 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 Texas yeah. Chainsaw, like, two. Exactly. <laughs> it's just silly. That's what they should do, though. If they wanted to make a cheesy, fun movie, do that. 
Oh, imagine Ash Williams in this movie. That would have been great. Yeah. The chainsaw hands just tearing through these ghosts. Uh, Ash Williams is a perfect character for this situation to make it like cheesy, like horror movie. Yeah, that's that's what this movie was trying to be with a bit of sci-fi, but like it just didn't make it fully. Before we get into how much this movie costs, do you think Ice Cube likes this movie? Ooh. It's time for our new segment. Does Ice Cube like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's tricky. Because mm, he considers himself an actor. We know this. Apparently. So he would take his roles very seriously. Yes. Because it, it either goes either way. He either doubles down and says mm-hmm. this movie is really good. And people don't get it. Or he's like, I was too good for this movie, you know, sort of thing, you know. He, and he completely dissociates. But he either he's either one or the other. He's never in the middle. Um, oh, I'm going to say he dislikes this movie. You would be correct. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, no, he hates this movie, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's acting like... He's going to be the big hero of this big action film sort of thing. Yeah. But it's not really a big action film. No. So he probably thought he was more of an action hero in this movie, where, as it turns out, it's more of like the sci-fi horror thing. Oh, well. Uh, But this did cost $28 million. Pretty small budget. Pretty small budget. Mm. Uh, But it looks it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do you think this made worldwide? Ooh, 32. Ooh, just, just making a little bit of profit? Yes. Unfortunately. Oh, this no, made don't say unfortunately. 14 million worldwide. Oh, my God, that's so bad. <laughs> made Ooh. half its money back. Oh, that is, that is a big yikes. Yeah, just John Carpenter, not a drawer after particularly vampires. No one cared. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, but, 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 but that doesn't mean we aren't without a bunch of taglines. First tagline is Jason Statham is fucking horny. No. Um. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> wow. They put that in the front picture. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham wants to fuck. Wait, how does he talk? Get it? Hey, what's up? I'm Jason Statham. In it? Is that it? No, that's not how he talks at all. It's more I northern. Don't, I don't know what that is, but that's Jason Statham right there. Oh, good day. I'm Jason Statham. In it? All right, I'm gonna do all the all the taglines in this voice. All right. Oh no. You don't stand a ghost of a chance. Ooh, ha, ha. That's the first tagline. Ah, uh, ghost of a chance. That's a good you don't pun. Stand a ghost of a chance, mate. Oh, I'll give that. A, I'll give that a shaky. That's not too bad. Shaky, a shaky thumb. Shaky thumb up. It's their planet. We are the aliens. Cringe. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Like th- that's explaining the plot. Also, this movie's pro Connolly. 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 Yeah, get it out. I can't say it. Colonization. Colonization. Colonialism. Yeah. It's pro colonialism. It's pro colonized. Because there's a line in the movie where she goes, it's not their planet anymore, and loads a gun. Yeah, well, that's, that's the like cheesy, like the cheesy comedy they're sort of going for, right? I wish they'd leaned into that more, like, she was, like, a full patriot sort of thing to the Mars thing, and she's, like, super loyal. That would have been funny. But also she does drugs. That's, like, a big part. I don't know. It's just... 
Her character's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thumb up or down? Uh, that's probably a thumbs down. Fuck it. Uh, how about... Okaday in it? All right. Um, all right. <laughs> Terra is the same on any planet. Oh, I thought that was clever for a moment because it's like Terra, Terra Firma. Oh, no. That's not at all what it's going for. No. But that would be good, but no. Oh, yeah, thumbs down. I don't care. These taglines suck. I like the first one most because it had a pun. Maybe you'll like this final tagline. Forget the rules. Abandon your fears. Save your soul. Mm, what? That's for a different movie. Yeah, what? That's not for this. What? Salt? There's no souls? Oh, you know what? This one makes me mad because I know what happens at the end of the film. Yep. Anyway, we'll get to that because that was infuriating. All right. I've done my taglines. I'm a go now. Goodbye. Yeah, please get out of here. Um, James Station. <laughs> G'day, I'm James Station. <laughs> James Station, isn't it? All right. Yep. I'm going to go fuck off yep. and I'm going to have a cup of tea oh, and, yep. a, and a jammy dodger, in it. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. What is my accent? Where am I from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's flip-flopping between, like, English and Australian. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I keep saying g'day. Yeah, the probably is so similar that it just it just goes around. Ugh. James Station. <laughs> I am a fuckwit. <laughs> See ya. I'm going to uh, grab that bit of audio, just cut it down. <laughs> I'm a fuckwit. <laughs> Sandro, 2022. Do you like horror? Do you like the supernatural? The spooky? Do you like bone-chillingly, terrifyingly, horrifying true stories of real life? But you're actually just a big baby like me. Well, my name's James and welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast. Every week I retell a terrifying true horror story to friends and colleagues, as well as hear their true life horror stories and experiences. Join me as I go on a journey of ooky spookiness and scare myself shitless in the making. Okay, the plot of this movie is non-existent, but it really mm. likes to trick you into thinking there is a story to follow. <laughs> yeah, it, it spends so much time explaining how everything works and the story and everything, yet there is none. There's none. Which is really annoying. I didn't mention in my first impressions how much I hate the editing of this movie. I forgot to mention that the editing is awful. Oh, yeah, it has this weird thing, because it's tell told from the perspective of someone telling you what happened. Yes. They are the survivor. They are, dare I say it, the main character. They are the Ripley in Aliens. Yes, correct. Uh, telling the story, yeah. Which is great, because you know that there's no stakes whatsoever at the start of the film. Because you know she's going to live. Because it's Melanie, she's found handcuffed in a, a Mars train, uh, which is a hilarious looking miniature. Every time the miniature was on screen, I went, ah! Oh, yeah, but like, I like practical effects like that. Yeah, I like no, the agreed. little train. I was, I was on board. It was... <laughs> Get it? 
Get it? I was on board. You were on board. Oh, Jane Station, you were on board, <laughs> oh, isn't it? No. I'm on board when I get to the station, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the practical effects, but everything in this movie looked like it was from the 80s. I don't know. None yeah. of it looked like it was from 2001. Yeah. Which could have been the style it was going for, but... It was also kind of... I was confused for a lot of this movie because I thought, wait, are we doing an alternate option from 87 for Patreon? Is that what yeah, we're watching right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not great. It looks like it was made around the same time that, like, The Thing was made. Yeah. You know. The Thing looks better than this. Yeah, except they use a lot of CGI in this movie. And uh, the weird fact, fun thing, you might not agree with me, Sandro. This might be controversial, but the CGI was kind of shit. What do you mean, <laughs> Zach? Oh. I thought the CGI was as good as The Mummy Returns. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Is that Jane Station? Jane Station? Hello. Yeah, the CGI was almost as shit as me. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. You might be thinking, but you guys like Jason Statham. That's true, actually. <laughs> the two hosts of this podcast are big fans of Jason Statham. But I'm... Ja- wait. James But I'm Station. James Station, and I'm more similar to the fuckwit character from Ghosts of Mars <laughs> than I am in as me in real life. So it's I not- see. Okay, okay. I'm just clar- <laughs> glad we clarified the uh, situation here. Yeah, because I'm a fuckwit, but Jason Statham is actually all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you can really tell this was a good movie when this sort of shit happens on the show. <laughs> Yes, the Melody's handcuffed in Mars Train. Uh, She goes back to the main city and she tells her story in front of a tribunal of people. And if you're like, great, the whole whole movie's a flashback leaving. Yeah. There's no tension for her character, save she gets possessed near the end of the movie. And you're like, does she survive? She does, because you saw her at the start. Yeah. But not only is that the flashback, the movie then... Continues to tell someone's story, and then another character catches up with that person, and then we flash back and we see their journey. Yes. And if during their journey a character had backstory to tell, we'd flash back to that backstory. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down at one point, oh, yes, the backstory in the backstory, like the, oh, sorry, what was it? What did I write down? Like, the flashback in a flashback. I was like, oh, it's it's not great. It's rough, but also... On top of that, this movie insists on star wipes. This movie insists on editing with wipes, and I hate it. Star Wars can only do this and get away with it. Anything else? Wow. Wow. Controversial. I know. I know. And I'm sorry, but I hated that. And something else that I hated was this movie is so fast-paced that Mm. usually when a scene cuts and another scene begins, it's, like, right on the dialogue. It's, like, right at the end of the dialogue, right at the start of of the dialogue. There's no time to breathe. And there's one shot where Jason Statham is fastly walking along a building. The movie doesn't even have time to see you walk along the wall. It fades... From him at the start of the wall to him walking at the end of the wall. Just let him walk the wall! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but here's the thing though, right? Because you say that it has... 
it it it's really fast paced and other things. Yeah. Um. The problem with that is it also is super fucking slow <laughs> as well. Yeah. Because it just has the characters sitting around doing nothing a lot of the time as well. Yeah. Isn't that great when this movie can have both problems at once? It has its cake and it also eats the cake. It shits it too. It, it shits it. Yeah. It eats the cake and it shits it too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's the problem with this movie, is it does it wrong in both ways, somehow, on, like, a lot of things, which is um, impressive. I can actually see this movie being purposely made bad. It's just being poorly made bad <laughs> on purpose, so it's it, it's just bad. It's kind of like a... um. Like a oh, what are those like those sci-fi channel movies? Mega Anaconda versus Fire Alligator. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's no effort, so they're just bad. Even though they want you to think they're so bad, they're good, but they're just bad. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They're just yeah. That uh, it 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 doesn't get the bad right, and so it makes all these purposeful decisions that are meant to be bad, but because they're poorly implemented. They just seem out of place and bad. <laughs> yes. So all up, this movie, it's just bad. Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> unfortunate because I did like a lot of it. I like the concept. I'm a big fan of the concept. Uh, just the execution was very poor. It was a bit poor. Poor in terms of the budget, poor in terms of how they made it. So Melody, she is a bit of a drug addict. So we see the side of her story. There, uh, They are a bunch of uh, army cop people being sent to this prison to escort Ice Cube from the prison back to another prison in the city. But here's the thing. They're not straight enough for looking for a better word, they're not, like, imperial enough. They're not, like, no. super loyal thing that kind of chill. But she acts super stiff and serious the whole time. As a, as a main character, she's super serious. But she plays like an action hero. Her storyline is an action hero where it's she's not super serious all the time. Yeah, I think... It, I think... Uh, you know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, and I'm trying to, like, compare it to someone else. Like, what other performances like that? And I'm like, I don't know. There's not many that, yeah, but you're right. Like, she's written like an action hero. She plays the role like an army character from a war movie that you're just yes. kind of following because they're there. But, like, not the main character. Yeah, not the main character. But anyway, she does take drugs. She takes drugs, and this is important. It is important for the film, but it isn't important for her character, which is really annoying to me. There's no explanation as to why she takes drugs. Because she needs to sleep. Is that it? Like, I, I like, don't know. But why? Why does she need to take drugs to sleep? Why can't she sleep normally? Yeah. It's just like a thing, and it's never like a character moment. Like, they explain so much, but they don't explain anything that fucking matters. Oh, they do explain, though, at length how uh, how how horny Jason Statham is for Melanie, because he's like, bloody sleep with me, innit? I just want to skip every scene he's in, because it's all the same, because it's all him just hitting on her. Yes. And it sucks. She does have some good comebacks, though. I liked the yes. comeback where she said, maybe I'd sleep with you if you were the last man on Earth. But we're not on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. She's got some good snapback, but she says it so seriously. There's no, like, 
flirtiness, which would make you indicate that she's receptive somewhat to his flirting. And then later on would allow them to kiss and that seemed to make sense and not infuriate. That is how storytelling and acting works, yes. Yes. Uh, But anyway, they get to the prison and it's empty aside from Ice Cube and a bunch of spooky things. Mm. Spooky things all around, spooky stuff. (laughs) They they get off this train and the train couldn't connect to the tower. Mm. Mm. Maybe it's the sandstorm breaking up the connection. Darude Sandstorm? Yes. Darude Sandstorm was blasting so hard that they couldn't hear anything else. Imagine if, like... And it would kind of make sense. Imagine if, like, halfway through this movie, we got a metal version of Sandstorm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the the demons attack? And there's just this sand blasting on screen. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. Hell yeah. That would be good. That would be hilarious. Just seeing demons decapitated while while Darude Sandstorm <laughs> metal version plays. That would have been great. That would have been so um, good. But no, the movie's boring. No. So so what happens is the train rocks up after having no connection. They get dropped off, and the place is abandoned. But they're too busy. They talk about some other shit. I can't remember what they're talking they about. They talk about uh, why Ice Cube's in prison. Oh, yeah. They're, they're too busy getting exposition to exposition about the situation they're currently in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they, they're, they're walking into town. And then after they fully expositioned for Ice Cube, then they go... Oh, wait, this town's abandoned. What the frick's with that? There's no one <laughs> What's here. Going on? But there's like a full minute and a half where we, the audience, can see it's abandoned. Yes. And they're just not talking about it. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, and just so that we get the exposition out of the way, Ice Cube is in jail because he murdered people, except he didn't. Yeah. He was framed, but not really framed. He was just kind of there. Yeah, because the, the demons. Yeah, yeah, because he shows up after the demons have killed everybody and they all blame it on him. Yeah. Because they don't want to admit demons exist. And, and, and they're walking around and they're seeing spooky stuff, including a spooky hand that pops out and grabs Jason Statham. And he's like, this is not making me very happy. That's something he says after a jump scare. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what you chose yeah. for your, your, your action hero to say? Oh, dear. Yeah, some of the lines are pretty bad. Uh, you know what? Would it be the cooler line of thing? Have the government just be trying to, like, cover it up, you know? Oh, you mean make this a bit of a satire? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the whole start of this movie is this government place, right? With the things. Put a little more focus on it. Be like... The government doesn't want to admit that they know that there's demon ghost things on Mars because that would ruin business or whatever, you That's know? That's literally just aliens. That's the plot of aliens. Yeah, I know! <laughs> I just want to watch aliens, Sandro! I just want this to be aliens again! I just want a good horror sci-fi, alright? Let me, let me explain why this should be aliens, okay? I'm just, like, looking through my notes, and there's so much all caps of me being angry at the editing. Like, (laughs) we're introduced to random prisoners. Fade cut to them being interrogated. I hate the editing. Jesus, a swipe cut. What the fuck? (laughs) This is my... Oh, yeah. They do a lot of zoom-ins on people's faces as well, which is disconcerting. But, yeah, they come across some random prisoners who aren't important. All the prisoners aren't possessed by demons. No, they're not. 
Why? Because the only people possessed were the ones in the mines? Except no, because there's a bunch of people in the medical wing who are possessed. And we don't know why? Or how? Yeah. Or how the people in the cells aren't possessed? Why are none of the jail cells? Because, because the scientist who discovered all this shit... Yes. She's there, and she's, she's kind of important. She's in one of the cells, yeah. Yep. She specifically goes in a cell to protect herself. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Maybe, and it's in a scene later on where one of the demon spirit things can't, like, phase through a door. Maybe these demons spirits uh-huh. just can't go through things and are too big to go through cells. Here's the thing, though. You're wrong, Sandro. Oh, because, because later one on. Of the prisoners gets, <laughs> gets possessed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's specifically a part of this movie. What? I, yes. Um. So it, it must be that people get possessed and once they're possessed, they can't, like, open door. No, they can. They can. Because they can throw weapons, so they can definitely open doors. And I think one of them does at one point, right? So there's literally, there's this whole thing of the jail cell, but it makes no fucking sense. It has no explanation, <laughs> and it doesn't follow any of its rules, and it's stupid. It's dumb. And it's like, they make a big point of these people in the jail cells living. Like, it's a thing. But they, they literally never explained that bit. They could have just said, oh, the demons were once, like, enslaved or whatever. The demon people were once caged up. So they feel bad for people in cages, whatever. Or anything. Literally anything. Any explanation. But they just don't. And it's, it's infuriating. And that sort of shit, it's like... Oh yeah, it's a bad movie. We intentionally left in these these inadequacy, but it's just it's wrong. It's dumb. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Well, I guess because we see like the bar or something or the hotel, all the people who are there are killed and hung up from the ceiling. Yeah. So maybe the action didn't happen in the prison. It happened there, and everyone from the prison went over there to get no, but killed. Where's all the prison guards? Well, they went to help the people at the hotel, and they were all killed. Maybe, and they weren't killed in the prison. So, so, but, but here's the thing, right? The movie makes a big point of the scientists hiding in the prison to get away from it all. Well, maybe that's why, because all the demons were focusing on the hotel. So it was really just a matter of time before the demons came around and murdered them all. Yeah, well, she's not a very good, smart person either. (laughs) She's meant to be a scientist, but she's like constantly making dumb decisions. Like, although it was pretty funny because she makes the getaway. We kind of see her story in reverse Mm. because her second flashback is like chronologically her first one and her first flashback, so her second flashback technically. Because, yes, she was there in the mine. They found this like alien cavern tomb thing that they opened yeah and then this red cgi mist came out of they found um alien king tut's tomb and the curse was released which was just aliens that can possess people because they're ghosts yeah it's like red spirits red alien spirits uh that are very cgi yes but what are they? What is this? Is it meant to be like- I think it's meant to be ghosts or spirits or something. Ghosts? Like spiritual? Is this fantasy? 
Is this fantasy sci-fi? Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. How did all the Martians die out? We see the Martians at one point. Yeah. We see them. Because it does, it does the thing that the Final Fantasy one did, where the main character is getting visions of the aliens in the past. Yep. And we see them, and they look so bad. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's one scene, and they use CGI, so it was like, whatever. <laughs> But it's just aliens, and they're not even on, like, a different set or a different planet or anything. It's not like... No, they're from Mars. No, it's the exact same set and seed. It's just, now there's aliens there for a second. And they looked like... All the aliens looked like the female fish from Shark Tale. Mm. They just had that, like, smooth uh, fish face. Oh, yeah, okay, I see what you're talking about. I, I looked up Shark Tale to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I see it. They've got, like, a smooth face. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said more like, I don't know, Voldemort, but, like, badly CGI'd Voldemort. So, Voldemort from Harry Potter's 1 to 2. Ha-ha! <laughs> y- yes. Got him! Oh, uh, where, where are we even up to in the plot? Oh, we're up to... They walk outside... And there's this guy, he's locked up in one of their space cars. Yeah. And he's yelling, don't let me out, don't let me out, or else it'll get ya. And then he cuts his own throat, and he dies. Yes. And then, and then, Jason Statham runs up and is like, what, what bloody happened here? And Melanie's like, he's, he cut his own throat, but before he did, he yelled something. Something like, stay away, don't open the door, stay away. Anyway, open the door, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, okay, so not only does the movie show you, it then tells you, and then breaks its own rule. That would have been funny. If this was a horror comedy, Yes, that would be funny. But this isn't. No, it's serious. It's dead serious horror, and this is infuriating. Yep. It's because it's like, oh yeah, after all this shit, let's just open it up anyway. It's infuriatingly terrible, and I hated it. Hey, but don't worry, because they don't open the door, Sandro. No, because they get attacked, right? Yeah, so that way you'll forget about it, and when later on we use the same vehicle, you don't remember the fact that there was a demon in here at some point, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's Don't fine. worry about it. Anyway, the commander's dead. Yeah, she got killed off screen, uh, and her head's on a pike. Isn't it great that that happened off screen? It's Pam Greer. She's like a popular actor who just gets killed off screen. (laughs) It's like, come on. Yeah, it's killed off screen. It's really... Yeah. It was pretty cool music, though, as her head's being put on a spike. Because that's where where the uh, the metal demon zombies get shown. That's when we we first see them. Yeah, they're all uh, praising the load. Uh, praising the load. Yeah, they're, they're just having a heavy metal concert. And they're all like, woo! Yeah, they're like, wow, this song's great! I'm so glad I bought a ticket to here! Yeah, man, this is great! It is just a metal concert, actually, that scene. Yeah, with every metal fan. All metal fans look like that, by the way. That's... Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. Don't worry, no one's going to see this film, so no one's going to get offended. This movie is basically, like, just for metal fans, I feel. I don't know. Mm. This movie has Mm. an audience, and it's fans of metal. (laughs) That is a bold statement. I... I... Although, hang on, Ice Cube's in it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, 
this has no audience, unfortunately, I, I feel. think you're right. I think you're right. I think, like, people can enjoy it, but I don't think this has a proper audience. It does not cater to an to a particular audience enough. This movie doesn't cater to any audience, Zach. <laughs> 2022. Yes. Yeah, uh, that is a fact. Ice Cube got let out off screen. Yes. Isn't that cool that all the cool stuff keeps happening off screen for no fucking reason? Anyway. He runs off and and she goes after him and uh, and then she gets attacked by one of these things as metal plays, but Ice Cube kills it. And then Ice Cube gets attacked, but then she kills the thing. And so now they both owe each other, but they're also even because they, they yep. killed the things. And therefore that means the scene doesn't matter and the characters move on as if nothing has happened. <laughs> yeah. What? We're back to, to, to Ground Zero. There's no character progression here. No. What, what would it be cool? It's like, they go, hmm, we need to get out of here. We need to work together, right? Yes. That's what that whole scene was. But instead of that happening, which was what that scene should have been building to, it's just like, no, you're under arrest again. So we're literally, none of this could have happened. None of the scene from the start of him getting out off screen. Mm-hmm. The him being locked up. If you cut that all out, the movie does not change. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It's pretty bad. I guess maybe to build respect between the two characters. Yeah, but that the whole point of a build a respect scene is to then not have uh, her arrest him at the end of the scene. Not is to have them work together. So they lock him up in a cell. Uh, Jason Statham goes and he meets Ice Cube's friends, and then we get their flashback, which is. They watched the miners get possessed by the red mist, and they got so possessed mm. that they started clawing at their faces and putting rods through their cheeks and shit, and look all metal. I like that scene where someone like puts a like nail through their cheek. That was pretty cool. Was it a nine inch nail? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, oh, that's comedy. Yeah. Yeah, so we see the sort of breakout that happened of the demon possession, and then the demons started murdering people, and then they locked themselves in there. Yes. And they're like, we're, we're miners, we're just minor people. And Jason Statham's like, oh, you're miners, innit? This prison's bloody 21 plus. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh. That's humour right there. Wow, James Station really has those <laughs> cracking lines. Thanks, mate. Honestly, so far, James Station has had better lines in the movie than, J- than, than Jason Statham. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, my voice has changed, but don't, don't worry about it. It's <laughs> fine, mate. Yeah. Oh my god, I think James Station has been possessed by a demon. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I hated? I The demons don't have a voice. They speak like minions. Literally, when the big bad guy is talking, he goes, Gigogo! I wrote that down in my notes as well. I was like, this is dumb. This is really It's really dumb. Obviously, it might be on purpose now that I know, but still, it's very stupid. He sounds like a minion. He does. He sounds like a minion without the high pitchness. Yeah, yeah. If you remove the high pitches from a minion, that's what he sounded like. (laughs) 
That's that's how he sounds like the whole film. Funny joke though, uh, so Statham brings Ice Cube's friends back to meet Ice Cube, and they go in for like the handshake hug thing, but Ice Cube's like, "Oh, mate, I'm still shackled." <laughs> like while the guy's gone for the hand grab. Yeah, <laughs> that actually got a laugh out of me. I think that was the first time I laughed, and then after this movie, it just gets more ridiculous that I started laughing and enjoying it more. Yeah. This is where the actual movie turns into the so bad it's good. Well, because at this point in the movie, Ice Cube's friends are out. They're all going to work together because they found some grenades and they're like, we have, yeah. we- we've got a fighting chance with these grenades. Great scene where one of the guys is like high as fuck and he's trying yeah, to he's impress- like super high. <laughs> he's trying to impress one of the female prisoners <laughs> and he's got like this tin that he's going to cut open with the butcher's knife. And he's like, I can do this, no worries. And then he slams it down and uh, he cuts off the top of the tin. It worked. But as he pulls his hand up to show everyone, we also see that he cut off his thumb. <laughs> and it's very funny. It's great. That's some great, that's, that's some great so bad it's good comedy right there. Yeah. In the, the sort of cheesy movie. And it's like, why wasn't there more of that during this film? And then after that, we get a pretty good action scene as they're, like, running through the town, just randomly shooting. Because what they're doing, their plan is to blow up all the demons while waiting for the train to get back. Yeah, yeah, they know the train's going to get back. So there is a sort of time limit, but it's like, they're not worried about the demons getting- It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's annoying. I hate it. I'm angry. But we do, of course, get the line- Oh, Melanie, plan A is fucked. You got a plan B? Yeah, it's the same as plan A. <laughs> what? what the, that's not a plan B. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, it's a dub line, but it's a, it's a funny line. Yeah, so so what happens is they gear up, they leave the compound. Yep. They fight um, as the demons throw CGI saw blades and spears at them. They decapitate a couple people with the saw blades. Yeah. It's very funny every single time. Yes. It's very funny. It is very funny. And then they get to the station, but oh no, the train's not there. Oh no. So then Ice Cube's like, well, fuck you, bitches. I am Ice Cube. I'm cool. Let's go kill the demons. Which, specifically, they can't do because if they kill the demons, they'll get possessed. Exactly. But the movie doesn't give a shit. And the first demon they kill, the, the spirit from that demon... Yeah. Infects Ice Cube's brother, who's there just to add some sort of stakes or whatever. Anyway, he gets possessed and he's like, well, then I'm going to go out fighting. And he kills a bunch of people and dies. Um, Yeah. But again, they kill like 20 people in this scene. There's six of them. They should all be possessed. Yeah, it's such a dumb scene. It's like, okay, let's have action for the sake of action. But just forget about the fact that they can't do this. The whole point... Of this movie should have been them trying to figure out how to escape without killing the demons. Because you can't kill them. Killing them is bad. Yes, it means that you kill yourself, basically, because the spirit will possess you. So Yeah, 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 exactly. But this whole movie ignores that, and it's like, we need to kill the demons. And it's like, what? That's so dumb. And it's it's so much worse. It makes the ending so much way worse. The ending in particular is... 
absolutely terrible. But now, but before we get uh, the ending with her being possessed and everything, we've got to talk about the scene, yeah. the culmination of just the tension, the tension between Melanie and Jason Statham. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm Jane Station, isn't it? Uh, and no. this week on Love Island, uh. Uh, James, uh, Jason Statham's like, Melanie, come here in this back room. Check it out. Look, it's pretty sturdy, isn't it? We could probably escape through here. But first, oh, let's fuck in it. And she's like, all right. Literally, though. <laughs> she's literally like, she delivers the line like, okay. <laughs> ice cubes there. If you're going to kiss anyone, kiss ice cube. I, I also thought she was going to do the whole okay thing and be like, oh, yeah, I'll get with you. And then come up and like knee him in the balls or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been good. But no. That, that would be would... cool. It's like power girl. I don't give a shit sort of thing. Because that, that would be equally as, like, funny, right? That would be funny that he just gets knees in the nards, you know? That would be good. They fight a demon, and they kill the demon inside. Yes. The demon inside possesses a person inside. Random guy. That person eventually freaks out one of the newbies enough that the newbie shoots him. Yeah. And so there's a demon inside, and the demon possesses the main character. So now she's possessed... They could have, it would have been great even if they did the zombie cliche of she doesn't want to tell anyone. Yeah. She's like, she knows she's possessed, she doesn't want to tell anyone, so it's like a ticking clock for her. Like, she was going to try and save everyone, but, you know, she will die in the end. Like, that could have been cool, but no. Yeah, that could have been a way, yeah. But that's too zombie-like, and they don't want you to think of this as a zombie. That's true. And also, I'm so sick of zombie movies, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem. This movie is a zombie movie. Yes. They are zombies. Basically. They have the same characteristics of a zombie. Almost verbatim. Yes. Except except that they don't eat people except for when they eat Jason Statham for no reason. Yeah, well, they, they attack people. They're demons. So instead of eating them, they attack them. But anyway, the way that she gets unpossessed is she takes... They give her a drug that she had earlier in the movie... Yep. And she vomits out the demon. <laughs> yep. Because of a drug. Yeah. What? Ha- what? What? What is this? <laughs> Why have her possessed in the first place? Yeah. Well, my theory is that, like, the drugs are harmful to the demon, right? How? They're ghosts. Well, are they ghosts, though? That's the problem. Because this is a sci-fi movie. It's not a sci-fi fan. They don't use magic at any point. No, they don't it's use not. Things. It's just like things possessing things, They're, right? Yeah, but they are ghosts because we see the aliens' original forms. So technically they are ghosts, but yeah, maybe it's like... Yeah, but it could be like, like they had a science machine that turned them, turned into, them into... things, yeah. Like, like this matter that can infect people's brains. You know, like there could be some scientific explanation or some ghostial reason... Yeah. If if it if that's the case, if it's the ghost reason, she's getting all these visions and other things which helps her expel the ghost. It's literally like it helps her concentrate on being herself rather than the alien is rather these than drugs. The alien taking over. Just don't get her possessed in the first place. Like well, it, it's stupid yeah. that she gets possessed. Because then as soon as she vomits out the demon, she's back with the other guys shooting. It's like there's there's nothing nothing comes from this sequence. That's the real problem from the scene is nothing comes of it. There should have been like a oh, we can fight the demons with this drug. Mm. This drug can actually expel the demon. That should have been like a plot point. Yeah. Like, everybody gets some of this drug, right, to hold on to. If you get possessed, take a bit of this drug. But that would mean the tensions were lowered, so we can't do that, even though we just did that. 
It's like, yeah. It, it's stupid. It's stupid. Um, it's dumb. So, so then after that, they're like, all right, the train's arrived. We got in touch with the train driver off screen. Mm. I hate this movie. <laughs> and so they run to the train. They get on the train. And there's a big action scene with, like, a song that sounds like the Prodigy, which was really cool. And I was like, okay, we get our final action scene. We escape on the train. Everybody's alive, though. Yeah. That's weird, because at the ending, we just see one person alive. Only one person alive. So what happens? What what happens? Do they get attacked by the demons on the way there? Maybe. Were the demons... Did the demons plan? They were like, they know they're going to escape on the train, so they set a trap. Uh, but no, the the reason why everyone dies is because Melanie, the 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 complete dum dum. Emily is like, "Hello, I'm a dumb character," and my thing <laughs> my is, character motivations don't make any sense. No one's character motivations lead them in the direction that they should be. It's uh, yeah. So she's like, okay, we could go back to the city and live, or we can go and wipe out all all the all the demons. We could kill them all by blowing up the power factory thing, the power station. We'll blow it up and we'll cause a nuclear explosion that can be seen from space to kill all these demons. Now, you might be thinking, but if all the demons are dead, that means the spirits can roam free and possess anyone they want. Yes. But I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They literally asked the scientist, would this kill the, like, ghost spirits? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That's their explanation. Like, what? This plan is so unbelievably stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense for any of the characters to turn around. Nope. What if after Alien, like, all the- everyone survives, but then they're like, oh wait, let's go back and destroy the aliens. Like, what? Their whole motivation up to this point in the movie has been to escape, but suddenly they just change their minds and go back so that they can all die. Yeah, it's like the whole crew of the Nostromo or whatever have kicked- the, the xenomorph out the airlock. It's floating through space. And then, then they're like, but what if it lands on a planet and starts killing people? So they open up the airlock. They put it back in. Then they go attack it. They all die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally what happens. That's what this ending of the movie is. Actually, that's kind of what happens. But it's even worse. It's even worse because... In the end, they kill the xenomorph, but the xenomorph ghost possesses someone else, and <laughs> then they're they're screwed. Yeah, literally, it's like they don't even succeed in their mission. It's so unbelievably dumb. It's so dumb because yeah, like at the very end of the movie, the city gets attacked by demons. Where the demons come from? Because you didn't kill the spirits. They possessed Ren. They followed you. Yeah, and possessed people in the city. It, it actually would have been better if they had not killed the bodies because no. then they would have to like run all the way there. You need to do like a World War Z type of thing. Yeah, lock all the demons in a town. Just leave them there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could absolutely, I think, 
what should have happened is they go to the, the government, they, they explain the situation, and then the government, all right, has an operation where they trap all the demons in, you know, sealed things and then let them starve or whatever, you know? Mm. And then they have all these demon things, and then you could have corporate bullshit, you know, a bit of satire, but that's a different movie. No, instead they turn around... This infuriating movie that, that like, everyone's agreed. Ice Cube's like, I would rather die fighting than die running away or whatever. Because they're going to lock him up or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, like, what? His whole character motivation is being tried to live at this point. Yeah. Why does he want to turn around and die for no fucking good reason? Just be like, oh, yeah, the nuclear explosion would dissolve their... Molecular structure and it would kill the ghosts. And they get it wrong at the end and one lives or whatever. That's fine. That's or, fine. Or, or there was just more demons. Or there's just more, yeah. Um, but no, they go back for no reason and they all die. Yeah. The scientist gets possessed and killed. The tram driver's shot down. Um, one of the cops gets decapitated. Yep. One of the cops gets their throne cut by, like, a thrown thing. And then Jason Statham gets overwhelmed by, like, 20 guys and eaten. Yeah. So only Ice Cube and Melanie are left. After this stupid plan. Yeah. Blow up this thing, which didn't do anything. In fact, specifically made things worse. And then they're like, okay, we'll get away on the train and then the big bad guy comes after them. They've got to, like, get him on the carriage and then detach it and blow it up or whatever. They blow him up. Oh, yeah. And Ice Cube says, see you later, you big motherfucker. <laughs> Which is not a cool line. <laughs> that's that's kind of dumb. I like that line. I actually like that line a lot. See you later, you big motherfucker. You big motherfucker. And the train must be really fast because we see, again, from space, the massive explosion. And they're fine. And then we're like, okay, but why is Ice Cube on the train when he's not at the start of the movie? Well, because he knows that she's going to lock it. They're friends now, but he knows that she's probably going to want to lock him up in jail because that's why she was sent out to the prison in the first place. So he's like, okay, I'm going to first help you with your injuries. Nice of him. Then cuff you to this train thing and leave. Yep. And then we're at the start of the movie now. She's in the meeting. The whole meeting happens. Uh, She wakes up the next morning and outside, ooh, something's happened. There's a big fight outside. Yep, there's demons. And then Ice Cube walks into her room and is like, hey, here's a gun. Let's go kick some ass. That's what we do best. This is a pilot to a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Or a miniseries. This isn't a story. (laughs) This is... Yeah. But it's so dumb because killing them is wrong. Ah, ah. But at least the ending song was great. I stayed for the whole credits because it sounded good. <laughs> I was like, this is good music. Is this a January? I I want to give this an award, but I don't know what it deserves. I think a January award is pretty appropriate. Like, it's just a very stupidly built film, which is shocking because it's a james cameron film right? yeah no no it's john carpenter oh sorry john carpenter yeah yeah uh, but i prefer john carpenter over james cameron so it's a bigger punch in the gut for me as well to be honest i just get names confused all the time it's a zach thing it's a jc this was directed by jesus christ <laughs> it, was, it was directed by <laughs> james station <laughs> yeah i directed it, it i'm a fuck with 
I like how uh, James Station's um, tagline is, I'm a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, that's his iconic line. <laughs> I am very on board with giving this a January movie award because it feels like a January movie. Because it's like, it's just pumped out and they didn't care about it and they threw it out. And But like, there's more care put it. It's just, oh. It's bad. It's bad. But there's moments of so bad it's good that made me laugh out loud very, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was good moments, which makes it all the more infuriating when it's god-awful. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not giving it an oldie. We're not giving it a goodie. We're, in fact, giving it our prestigious January Movie Award. This is the eighth film to get that award that we've done so far. It's crazy. And it deserves it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things, you see some not-so-interesting things, <laughs> and if you're like me at all, you, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Duenas. We are not your daddy's art history podcast. <laughs> we are both artists, so we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time, we compare it to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, hey we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof <laughs> around, all right? We have hungry pantry oh, bonds no, that no, might startle you. It's a long story. We, we feed them our materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum on okay. top of the Art Slice okay. Hilltop. Okay. So, so if this all sounds good to you, join us on Art Slice a palatable serving of art history. Well, then let's come up with a crossover. Okay. Well, at least I can fix this movie in my crossover. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. What? Okay, so it's time to come up with a crossover between this movie and another movie we've done on the podcast. Uh, I've got a number generator. It's going to generate a number of an episode. Crossover between Ghosts of Mars and... And the movie we reviewed on episode number 96. That's the number the generator's given me. Okay. What's 96? It's an Australian movie. Oh. It's a, it's a horror. Oh. Uh, about a pig. <laughs> <laughs> it's Razorback. Hell yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. All right. If you haven't heard our episode on Razorback, go back and listen to it. It's one of my favorites. Um, mm. That movie's great. It's about a giant pig that kills people. Yeah. So, Zach, what happens in the movie? Oh, it's real simple, all right? <laughs> so, in the opening of this movie, we're on Earth. But it's, like, slightly sci-fi. Because uh, this movie takes place in, like, 2130 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're in the... Astra- so, so, this guy... He has uh, the main character. He's an Australian bloke. All right. Yeah. He has a hover car and he goes into the city and they do like some sci-fi shit. That's how we know it's the future. Yep. It's cyberpunky. He goes Ooh, to like a bar. I like that. Yeah. It's like cyberpunky. You've got like 
the the like hologram dances. He goes to a bar, and there's like a news report, right? Yeah, that that one of these Mars bases has been shut down due to an accidental nuclear explosion disaster. Oh, yep, yep, yep. That's what happened in the movie. Then we cut to him, like, later on in the movie. He's coming back. He goes back to the outback area where it's less techie. But it's like, it's like a farm, right? Yes. So it's, it's very rural. But there's, like, some future tech to help him. Like, they've got, he's got, like, a hover plow. Hover plow. Or whatever plow. they automatically goes through like he's got like a helper robot i was picturing that a helper robot voiced by uh taika watiti no (laughs) voiced by uh that darby guy um who voices the werewolf in uh uh what we do in the shadows all right you can get whatever voice actor you want for this i'm cut i'm in control of casting main character is played by ryan gosling (laughs) But he's putting on an Australian accent. Perfect. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Perfect. All right. The obvious choice is Hugh Jackman, but I don't care. Fuck that. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I want Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Hugh Jackman can play a possessed demon person. Hell yeah. And he does a song and dance. Oh, yeah. So what happens? There's a chase scene, which leads into, like, an Australian bar. And there's, like, heavy metal play. And then the demon's like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And he just starts rocking out. And then all the people, they don't realize it's a demon. They just think this it's this crazy dude rocking out. So they start <laughs> rocking with him. And then then he- when the music stops, the demon starts killing everyone. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. I like it. Okay. So what happens is he goes back to his farm. We see a bit of his light. And then he goes into town. Over that night... A ship crash lands in someone else's uh, farm, right? Farm. An escaped ship full of people who are trying to escape Mars. Yes. But when they arrive, they're all dead. They're all hanging from the top of the spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all hanging. They're all hanging, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they, they find just the local farmer, but he's gone crazy. Oh, so they lock him up and say he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lock him up. They say he did it. He's played by Ben Mendelsohn. That's the... That's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the spirits are released onto the farm. Oh, no. And possess the closest thing to them, which just so happens to be some large pack of Razorbacks. Ah, Razorbacks, but they're also demons. <laughs> demon Razorbacks. Fuck, yeah. Oh, and the demon Razorbacks, oh, how do they, like, get their faces all messed up? As soon as they're possessed, they just, like, attack each other and they just got, like, shreds of Oh, they, like, slam their faces off. into metal and stuff. So yeah. they just have, like, razor blades, like, stuck in their heads. Oh, yeah. And then, like, half their face is kind of, like, shaved off from them, like, just scraping it on things. And the razor and the Razorbacks, like, they run to a small town that's nearby and they just tear it up. They kill everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because it is, like, because, like, Razorback... Was one. Yes. The sequel, Razorbacks. Razorbacks, demon possession. The Razorbacks, pigs of Mars. <laughs> pigs of Mars. Oh my god, yes. The ending is that they launch the. The, the ending is they trap the pigs because they can't kill them, right? Yeah, they can't. They trap the pigs on a spaceship and launch them into space. But then the spaceship gets hit by a meteor or something and gets directed towards Mars. <laughs> and, then, and we see and we see 
Ice Cube and Melody, they're on Mars. They're like, oh, it's been a lovely couple of weeks without those spirits. Oh, fuck. And then, like, <laughs> the ship crashes. And then, like, a razor pig comes out and they're like, oh, fuck. And that's the ending of the movie. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. But also, Eric Banner is the owner of the pig farm. Mm. And he's like, no, I don't want to send these Razorbacks to space. I want to keep them because I can use them as an attraction. Oh, yeah. You've got, <laughs> you've got this whole thing where he's like, oh, we could use these demon pigs. We could set up, like, fighting rings. Yeah. We could, you know, we could do all these things. Yeah, gambling greed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this sounds absolutely fantastic. And it's directed by George Miller. This is, this is our best crossover ever. <laughs> And then, after everything's done, after we've had that, oh, fuck, you have the credits roll. Yeah. You have the end of credit scenes, which cuts to that one possessed farmer at the start who's oh, still in the jail cell. Yeah. Oh, no, Mendelssohn. No, Mendelssohn. Yeah, it was Mendelssohn who's still in the cage. All right, let's do some reviews. After that, I'm on a high. Let's get to a low. <laughs> and by low, I mean the score on Rotten Tomatoes. Why it's time for raving reviews. That was pretty good. I liked that. Thank you. Yeah, it's a part of the show where I go to Rotten Tomatoes, the best place to get your reviews, and I get them from the best people, which are just not critics. That's it. That's the only qualifier for not for being a good person. Wow. Um, a person. You're bringing morals into this. Yes. Morally, objectively, if you're a critic, you are in the wrong. Wow. Um, it's because I want to bring some moral nuance to anything that we've talked about. Nuance? More like poo-once. <laughs> that, that's the level of comedy we're dealing with. Yeah. It's part of the show... I'm going to tell Sandro some reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. He has to guess the score. Yes. The score goes from 0.5 to 5. Are you ready? No. We have Jeremy, who said, I liked it. I presume he says, I liked it. Have to switch it off a bit, but watchable nevertheless. Have to switch. I liked it. (laughs) And I, you think... You think that Jeremy means... You think that Jeremy means liked. I think that Jeremy means the character Ike from South Park, who is... Um, oh, I thought it was Ike from Super Smash Brothers. Or Ike from Super... Yeah, maybe. I Iked it. Uh, had, to, had to turn it off, as in it was too gory have for to you? to switch off a bit, but watchable nevertheless. I want to know if Jeremy needed a break or if Jeremy was grossed out by the gore. I, I don't know. It, it, this wasn't gory. But watchable, nevertheless. I'm going to say it's probably a three. Ooh, you're close. It's four out of five. Yeah, very positive. Actually, very positive. Wow. Even though they had to switch it off. This movie sucks, <laughs> so they're wrong. Well, maybe you would agree with Paul, who says zero out of ten. No ghosts. Not even proper demons. Just alien farts that can possess people, turning them into heavy metal fans. That is exactly what this movie is. Alien farts turning people into metalheads. Uh, that has to be 0.5, though, because you can't give it zero. That is true. It's actually two out of five. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Hello, it's me, Jane Station. What the fucking hell? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. That's 1.5. But still, you got it wrong. You suck. Oh. Uh, got him. Speaking of got him, Spencer said, at least it didn't bore me. <laughs> you know what will bore you? 
Razorbacks. Ah, because <laughs> they're boars. <laughs> yeah, episode Comedy. 96. Check it out if you haven't heard it. I'm going to mm. say at least it didn't bore me. 2.5 out of 5. Oh, you were closer. It's 1.5. It's 1.5 again. Ruben says, It's Doom. Like the game, but better than the rock movie of Doom. Still not great. Oh, is it? They're both terrible. Yeah. Uh, the Doom movie is boring, but this is also boring. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. That's a bonus battle we should have done. Ghost of Mars versus Doom. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know. I'll say one, because the Doom movie is surely 0.5 for this guy. Uh, it's actually uh, 2.5. Ah. 2.5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next review is by Ivalese, who says, I love this movie. Everyone can legitimately suck it. Oh! Yeah, it's bad dialogue, atrocious acting. That's why I'm here. This is my guilty pleasure. Shush emoji, shush emoji, shush emoji. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I like this person. Good yeah. on them. They're living their best life. Yeah. And they're watching Ghosts of Mars and enjoying it. And I wish that I could do that too. I wish that I too could give this a five star review like they did. Yes. They gave this a five out of five. Yes. Of course. And finally, we have Chad, who sums up this movie perfectly. <laughs> Great. Yep. Mars is crazy. Ice Cube is here. Mars is crazy. Ice Cube is here? <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? I mean, yeah, like, both things are correct. Mars the- is crazy, full stop. Ice Cube is here, there, full stop. I mean, that's what the... Pl- <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. I think he sums up this... Chad knows what's up. He sums, he sums up this movie perfectly. Has Chad seen a movie before? <laughs> four, four, four out of five. This is 2.5. Oh, Chad, I thought you would have liked this. Nope. And which one was my review? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know. Oh, you would mention the Doom movie. You would do that, but... Mm, I would mention The Rock. You would, but I don't know if... Oh, if that one was your one, though. Um, I think your one is probably alien farts possessing people, but that's a guess. That's a wild guess. I'm not sure on any of these, to be honest. Yeah, you go with that one? I'll go with alien farts. Uh, that is my one. Hey. That is my one. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good guess. That was a good guess. <laughs> I had to keep my streak. But yeah, I originally put uh, Ice Cube should s- keep to family-friendly films, <laughs> but that would have made it obvious. That would have been very obvious, but also very funny, because your profile picture on Skype at the moment is Ice Cube from the movie. Uh, uh, what's it Are called? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, one of my favourite all-time uh, Ice Cube movies. Don't say that, because then we will have to do it on Patreon, and you will hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with Ice Cube, I'm down to watch. Alright, that's the episode on Ghosts of Mars. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for press and play. Thank you so much for putting up with our bloody antics, mate. Mm. Our antics like Jace. Like, James like, Station. Like James Station. <laughs> Everyone's favourite action hero. That's right. And if you like the show, oh, I've, ch- I've changed my voice again, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> He's an actor, all right? He has a range. I can do many. Th- I can't do American, but I can do any sort of UK person possible. <laughs> yeah. 
you, you just bounce up and down each side of the UK. <laughs> That's right. Now, if you like the show and you want to help us out in it, you can by telling your friend. Be like, hey, friend, John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars here. Put this in your ear holes, bruv. Uh, and that's how you tell your friend. We're on Instagram, innit? We're at Oldie But A Goodie Pod. We're on Facebook. It's the same address, innit? Uh, except with Facebook instead of Instagram. Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We'll give you a bloody shout out, mate. We won't say you're a fuckwit like me. Now nah, we'll say you're a legend, mate. Yeah, that's it. All of you are legends. We've also got Patreon dot com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod for bonus episodes and the ad free feed if you go there now you can get all six episodes about cagerama zach what was the cagerama i don't know i'm getting a headache from listening <laughs> to that this is driving me absolutely bananas oh the cagerama was where we looked at some of the best and not best cage films that we randomly picked out to see which ones had the highest level of cageness. Yeah, Nicholas Cage being an absolute Chad, bruv. That's what we did. <laughs> yep. And that's patreon.com forward slash Oi, but I got a pod if you got some spare dollary do's lying around. I'm, I am I know how to be a s- Australian too. <laughs> I, I really genuinely hope we never do another Jason Statham movie ever again so James Station never appears again and also gotta give a massive shout out to my brother uh, Josh Cake for our theme song and also that's that's not Canon Productions that's our podcast network innit now I'm gonna fuck off uh, so Sandro can get in here and pick a movie. Ah, uh, yes. Speaking of picking a movie that doesn't have Jason Statham in it, <laughs> it's time for your options this week. Uh, you don't have many options, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, you have Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> which is two siblings are uh, persuaded by a demonic flesh-eating creature on their way back home from summer break. I, I, it sounds good, but it may be directed by someone problematic. Yeah, that's a uh, look. The film itself I've heard is okay, but the director did go to jail for being a pedophile, mm. and then he came out of jail and he made this movie. He was a, a convicted sex offender on a movie he did in the eighties or the nineties. Anyway, he went to jail for being gross. And then came out of jail and made a movie. Mm. So, yeah, probably not going to pick that one. <laughs> yeah, not that one. No, no. Look, I don't feel like supporting that one. No. Uh, speaking of O. <laughs> what? It's O. Yeah, no, it's just called O, which is might be the weirdest name I've ever seen. Just O? That is pretty odd. Just O. It's just the letter O, um, which is a modern retelling of Shakespeare's Othello. Oh, yeah. Which makes more sense why it's called O. Um, a basketball star gets the MVP award at school, and a coach's son gets jealous and decides to ruin some reputations. Oh. Yeah. It's your only choice is O. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, because we can't... We won't pick Jeepers Creepers because we we yeah. don't want to... No, fuck that. Um, yeah. So your only choice is O. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> That sounds boring. Like, it's your only option, so. 
Fine, we'll do O. We could do a bonus battle because we had another movie earlier in the year that was um some other modern retelling of Shakespeare, but I can't remember what that movie was. So let's just do O. Yep. That's going to be a great episode for the algorithm because it's just called O. Oh. Oh, yes. So if anybody types in the letter O, we'll come up. <laughs> it will come up. That's how it works. That's how math work all right next next week oh uh we'll wrap it up with the best quote from ghosts of uranus <laughs> i don't even know what my favorite quote would be it's probably uh or oh, plan a is fucked up you got a plan b yeah it's the same as plan a i feel like that really just describes how this movie's written that's pretty authentic to like how terribly this movie's written mine would be either uh See you later, big motherfucker. <laughs> or uh, a quote from the big motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Wait, why did you do that? That made no sense for your character to do that. Rah. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I really think that you was a have, proper oh God, good get one. Get away from me, James Station. I'm I hate James you. Station, and you're a bad ghost. But but is the thing right? You're just trying to live on your planet, right? You're just like fighting off invade. I respect that. Actually, let's be friends, and I'll help you fight off these bad invaders on Mars. Wait, you're switching teams to the alien demon ghosts? And James Station was never heard from again. Yeah, because he got possessed by a demon. That's right! (laughs) (laughs) The true bad guy the whole time. (laughs) 